let's dive right in. When adopting Kamunda for our organization, what specific challenges or pain points should we consider addressing? Yeah. So when you're considering Kamunda adoptions, you should carefully look at your pain points and your challenges. For example, if your org faces manual and time-consuming approval processes, Kamunda is a really good uh, automation framework for that sort of thing. It can help you streamline processes by automating tasks, assignments, approvals, notifications. It's really, really good at that. And that reduces manual error, reduces bottlenecks, and improves your overall turnaround time. Also, if you're dealing with complex and fragmented workflows, what we call heterogeneous integrations, Commander can really help you with that by pulling it together into an orchestrated uh, solution, right? So you just like an orchestral conductor, you can take a little bit from here, a little bit from there, put it all together and create music for all of that. If you're visually representing your solution, especially if it's a complex workflow, it's much more likely that you're able to see what's wrong and able to fix it. You also need to think about your real-time visibility of the dashboards that you need to provide. So you need to think about what information do you need to know that you're being successful in your orchestration? Who's going to provide that information? Who's going to consume that information? So you've got to get a real sense from both your users and your consumers and your leadership in terms of how they want to use Commando. Now, from a technical perspective, what should organizations keep in mind when integrating Kamunda within their existing infrastructure? Integration is a really critical consideration when you're adopting Kamunda. The organizations need to assess the technical requirements and compatibility with their existing infrastructure. So, for example, are you already, say, a Java shop? In case you are, then if you're using Kamunda 7, you may want to think about deploying Kamunda as a Spring Boot application, right? Um, on the other hand, if you're going to be using Commanda 8, then you can think about it as sort of a headless utility that you can utilize using RESTful APIs. So that becomes part of uh, how you set up your connections. And for that matter, if you do that and you set up, say, and you have an APIM system like Apogee or MuleSoft or Kong, that's going to serve you really well. You also need to think about how you're going to deal with synchronous and asynchronous messaging. Or you can use Apache Kafka or something along those lines so that you can integrate with systems like SAP, Salesforce, and others. To ensure successful integrations, you should evaluate factors such as network connectivity, security protocols, and the scalability, both of your backend systems and the needs of your workflow. So it's really essential to work closely with the IT team and the security team to assess infrastructure readiness to make sure that you're not introducing change that's unsupportable by the larger organization. So in, within this context, for example, you need to think about what your patching strategy is going to be like, what your upgrade strategy is going to be like, what your disaster recovery strategy is going to be like. you got to work with a partner that understands these things. And when I say work with a partner, I don't necessarily mean that you have to hire someone like us, but you should definitely work with someone who's done this before. I think those are sort of the key things that you want to think about. In addition to the obvious things like security and compliance, uh, Commander actually has very good at providing security features, including data encryption, access control, and authentication mechanisms. You just need to make sure that you're ready to integrate with us. So change management is often a critical aspect of any new technology adoption. How can organizations effectively manage the transition to Kamunda and ensure widespread adoption? Yeah, so that's a really pivotal question, and it's, it's going to be a key to success. 
So what you've got to do is you've got to think about the impact of Commando on employees processes and the overall organization. For example, we've implemented Commando where the front-end people who were using it didn't even know that they were using a workflow engine, right? They were used to, for example, checking items into SharePoint that had the right information for a loan application. And from Commander's perspective, what we did was we actually set it up so that Commander was listening for that check-in. And then from there, going and extracting the Excel file that was uploaded, and then you know extracting key data from that, and using that to trigger a process that would message back to the person and ask them questions. Oh, hey, you know, what, can you confirm the annual income? Do they have three years of employment? Whatever that may be. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you're making as little of a disruptive splash as possible when you're engaging your existing people. You also want to make sure that you get stakeholder engagement, right? You want to make sure the stakeholders across various departments understand what the value is and that you have their buy-in. If you don't, you're going to have a bad time. You do want to also have a comprehensive training program, especially for your business users who are going to be articulating your processes. They've got to know how to write diagrams that meaningfully convey both their problems and the solutions that they want you to implement. You've got to have change champions. You've got to have people within the organization that can advocate for process adoption, that have the support of their peers in the transition, and can actually share success stories. You've got to think about continuous support. So you've got to have a support system. You've got to be able to log bugs. You've got to be able to fix things. And you've got to do all that in a way that's non-disruptive. So this really goes to making sure that you work through the kinks of how do I, say, patch my command application? Or how do I update the database? Or how do I apply a security fix? You got to know this. And finally, you got to have your KPIs well defined. KPIs obviously being key process indicators. You got to make sure that you're measuring things that are meaningful and not just vanity statistics, right? You got to monitor those regularly. You got to evaluate the impact of the of the adoption and make sure the things that you're measuring are actually things that matter to your organization. And you may find that that's a temporal truth. So things that matter to you at the beginning are not necessarily things that are going to matter to you six months, a year in. And if that's the case, you've got to have the flexibility of mind and culture in order to be able to change and measure new things that potentially mean more as you go through the process. Thank you, Max, for sharing your extensive technical insights on Kavanda adoption. I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, this was a fun conversation. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, look forward to the next one. All right.